Welcome to another exciting and fascinating podcast of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the brand new Holly Springs Studios in the great state of North Carolina. And today we're going to be talking about just an absolutely fascinating subject. We're going to be talking about how 97% of children are using their cell phones during school hours says a study. Well, is that a surprise to anyone? I know there's a lot of parents, they think, oh, I'm sending my kid to school, they're not going to be on their cell phone during school. Wrong. No, the kids are on their cell phones during school. They're not supposed to be, but they're on the cell phones anyway. And how bad is it? Well, if you've listened to my previous podcasts, and hopefully you have, you'll see that one of the podcasts indicates that the average teenage girl is now on her cell phone for 10 hours per day. That's not just keeping the cell phone turned on. That is actively either talking or texting, mostly texting, on their cell phones or using instant media, social media like TikTok and and Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. But they're on, the average teenage girl is now on their phones 10 hours a day. That's 70 hours a week on their cell phones. And if you think they're putting it down when they're at school, this research study, which just came out, shows you that that's not true. They are, keep, they are staying on their cell phones. You think this is a problem? You want to know why kids can't communicate today? You want to know why they're killing themselves? You, do you want to know why they don't work in jobs anymore, why they're not playing sports anymore, why they're all claiming mental illness? Do you want, do you want to know why this is going on? Well, look no further than the fact that parents aren't parenting anymore. Look no further than 97% of their children are now using their cell phones during school hours. And I bet the parents would think differently about sending their kids to school with a cell phone if they knew that, but the parents aren't paying attention. But let's talk about it because you and I are paying attention. I'm paying attention and you're listening to my podcast, so you'll be in the know when nobody else is. This is an article I'm going to read to you. We'll discuss it afterwards. It's from the New York Post newspaper. New York Post newspaper is one of the oldest newspapers and continuous publications in the United States. Its articles tend to focus on research, statistics, and data. And those are the kinds of articles that I'm interested in. And I'll share one of those with you today. This article came out recently, October 1st of 2023. So it came out this week. And the title of the article is, quote, 97% of kids use their cell phones during school hours and beyond, says a study. Here's the article, quote, mobile phones might just be young people's best friend, whether their parents like it or not. A new study from Common Sense Media, a nonprofit group in San Francisco, California, researched phone usage among a diverse group of 203 children, ages 11 to 17, and the results were startling, the experts say. Quote, the researchers found out that smartphones have become a constant companion for young people. According to the news release, although the results varied, kids spent a median of 4.5 hours per day on their phones, and some spent the maximum amount of time reaching 16 hours per day. According to the study, most teens checked their phones frequently, ranging anywhere from 2 to 498 times per day. Adolescents were more likely to check their phones over 100 times per day, the study found. A whopping 97% of kids use their phones during school hours, while nearly 60% of them use them overnight, 
between the hours of midnight and 5 a.m. on school nights. Social media, such as Instagram and Snapchat, took up most of the screen time at 32% during the school day, followed by YouTube and gaming, the study found. Overnight phone usage was primarily spent engaging with the same media, although YouTube appeared to be the longest-running app because videos were often left playing during the night. Teens spent an average of 20 minutes per night on their phones, but some spent up to five hours. 67% of participants picked up their phones on school nights, but the median number of pickups per night was only once. More than 50% of the kids got 237 notifications per day, with some receiving as many as 4,500 every day, according to the Common Sense Media's findings. About 23% of these notifications occurred during school hours, and the largest share of the notifications came from the apps, including Snapchat and TikTok. In particular, TikTok was used by half of the study participants for nearly two hours per day on average. Compared to other social media apps, teens were more likely to spend several hours daily on TikTok, with some scrolling on the app for up to seven hours. Comparatively, the longest amount of time spent on Snapchat and Instagram was about three hours daily, the study found. And of the 85% of participants under the age of 13, 68% used social media and had at least one app rated teen or higher, allowing access to age-inappropriate experiences, the study suggested. TikTok was the most popular app used by kids ages 11 and 12, with nearly half, 45% of participants, using the apps with mature or adults-only ratings, such as porn sites, fantasy sports, and betting apps, according to the study's findings. More than two-thirds of all participants admitted that they sometimes or often find managing their use of technology difficult, or they have to use it in order to escape the sorrow or their negative feelings. They also said they miss sleep due to being on their phones all night. Licensed clinical social worker Jennifer Kelman in Boca Raton, Florida, who provides expert advice on Just Answer platform, was not involved in this study, and she shared some of the negative repercussions of the kids spending large amounts of time on their phones. Quote, they lose the ability to have face-to-face -face interactions, to converse and connect with others, she said in an interview with Fox News Digital. Quote, the phones and the apps aren't real-life interactions, but there's a beauty in connecting with others and face-to-face -face that is lost, Kelman went on. Kids also lose out on developing problem-solving skills, since they aren't typically tasked with negotiating tough spaces or navigating human challenges, the expert added. The more apps we use, the more likely it is that we lose parts of ourselves, our confidence, and our self-esteem, said Kelman. Quote, people feel good and are enhanced by their interactions with others, and those feelings cannot be replaced by connecting through a phone. Kelman warned that parents warn parents that smartphone usage triggers the same dopamine release as drugs and the apps are designed to reel the kids in and keep them hooked quote parents are the drug dealer in this analogy so please think twice before free reign is given she said withdrawal is common as well so be prepared for a lot of pushback when you try to limit the use of their phones and other tech devices kelman warned the therapist's biggest rule for crackdown on daily phone usage among kids is to delay the phone access for as long as possible. Parents are giving their kids these phones at young ages 
and the kids are hooked too quickly, she said. Forget what their friends are doing and delay this as long as you can, she advised. If the cell phone is necessary due to schedules and after-school activities, a kid-safe starter phone like a pinwheel would be a better alternative, Kelman suggested. It's a phone that lets the parents manage and monitor the usage, and there's no internet and only specific parent-approved apps that can be turned on and off at will, she said. Better for your child to have a little fear of missing out than to have access to porn, become a victim of sextortion, or lose the ability to truly connect with people. Kelman stressed that kids can't unsee what they've already seen, and many adult apps are putting kids in harm's way. Quote, kids' brains aren't fully developed. They're not able to sniff out who is safe and what's on the other end of the chat or the game, she said. Kids are coerced into sending pictures of themselves, find themselves the victims of sextortation, which they, when they share the, their photos, the expert warned. This leads to shame, despair, and fear of telling the parents. Parents should vet and monitor all content accessed by their kids, Kelman advised. Certain types of content are more harmful than others, noted Shelley Delane, a parent educator at Pinwheel in Austin, Texas, who was also not involved in the study. These include attention mining apps, adult images, interactions, user-generated content, invisible influences that can impact children's worldviews, she said. Take it slow and give them only what they need, Delaney recommended. Delay the introduction of all adult online spaces and social media to age 16 or older and stay involved in their digital lives just as much as you are in their physical life. She also said, quote, remember that just because a kid can tap around on a device and make it do stuff does not mean they have the skills they need to be unharmed by it. In its report, Common Sense Media said it used software to collect the data from the smartphones of a diverse group of 11 to 17-year-olds. They then interpreted this data with the assistance of an advisory council of young people to understand the nuanced relationships. It also provided additional context, noting that the study was done with Android phone users only because the Apple device tracking does not share with the research community the names of specific non-Apple apps that young people commonly used. Well, that's most of the article. I did skip a few parts of it, but basically you get the idea. Basically, the kids are on their cell phone, 97% of them during school hours and, of course, beyond that. So if you think sending your kids to school is somehow getting them away from their cell phone, you would be incorrect. There you go. Parents aren't paying attention, or if they are paying attention, they're not restricting phone access, and it's messing up their own children. You make of it what you will. I'll make of it what I will. I think it's a clear sign of the decline and fall of America. I'm Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, broadcasting live from the World Worldwide Studios in Holly Springs, North Carolina, wishing you a great day.